the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Last week I promised you a provocative discussion as Hanukkah is about activating your faith and dedication to the Lord. The question is, how should we react in today's world? You won't want to miss this program, but let's pray first. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you and worship you. And Lord, as we have finished the Hanukkah season, but we haven't finished being dedicated to you, Lord. And as Christmas approaches, Lord, Uh, We just pray that everybody will keep their eyes focused on you and not focused on the things of this world. So we bless you, we thank you, we praise you and honor you, and look forward to what you have for us this day. Fill our hearts with what you would like us to know, how you would like us to think. Let us serve you, Lord. We pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Okay. Well, we're about at the end of the year. We certainly could use your financial support. We don't have any business advertising uh, or any other kind of revenue stream except for our listeners. So if you'd be generous at this time of the year, we'd certainly appreciate it. Uh, Also, we'd love to see you at our services. Yes, we have services every Friday night, even on Christmas Day, is, I think, is a Friday night, and, and, Sa- and New Year's Day, and, and whenever. <laughs> so, But um, if you're a churchgoer, we shouldn't interfere with your schedule because we're Friday nights and Saturday mornings. But check our website for times and locations. Or call Karen at 813-831-5673. You can call her with comments or Better yet, you can email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Okay, well, we have dedicated our lives to the Lord at Hanukkah time, right? And now it's about growing, truly becoming his disciple. So I believe 
that wrestling with God and struggling with his word brings refinement and maturity. It is when we don't think about what we're doing and are not willing to struggle with God's word that oftentimes we hit a slippery slope and that we don't even know when that slippery slope began, right? So if you remember back to the book of Genesis, Jacob wrestled with God and his name was changed to Israel, which meant, for you have struggled with God and with man and you have overcome. So may the struggle begin, right? Dedication to God has to look like something. I say that a lot. You know, when something has to look like something, and in this case, dedicating ourselves to God has to look like something. Here are some questions that I'd like you to consider. As we assimilate into our culture, are we going against God? Are all things that seem good God things? When we put God into a secular circumstance, does that make the circumstance godly? Are you and I part of a cultural slippery slope away from God? Is doing something that has no scriptural authority always bad? So, These are kinds of questions that I can wrestle with. I hope you wrestle with them. But, you know, 1 Corinthians 10.23 is an interesting scripture. It says, everything is permitted. Boy, that'll throw people for a loop, won't it? (laughs) Okay. Everything is permitted, but not everything is helpful. Everything is permitted, but not everything builds up. Let no one seek his own good but the good of his neighbor. So one test of our application of our dedication to God is seeing if what we did blessed our neighbor. And then we know if what was permitted was good, right? First Peter 2.16 also says this, live as free people, but not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Rather, live as God's slaves. So a second test of our application of our dedication to God is whether or not we see ourselves as slaves of God, right? So keep these two scriptures in mind as we get into the discussion. You know, we do many good things, but if they are not God things, are we going the wrong direction? Does it start us on that slippery slope? Over the past couple weeks, we've talked about what we should be as a result of dedicating our lives to the Lord and what we shouldn't allow, right? Remember the isms uh, in our lives, which is allowing the culture we live in to become the guiding force in our lives. We can't allow that, right? But one of the keys in this spiritual fight, I believe, is to come against apathy. One of the greatest dangers we face is becoming apathetic. Apathy is the lack of interest. It's the lack of enthusiasm. It's the lack of concern. Do you care that we are losing our biblical culture to a worldly culture? 
If you knew that you could do something to help turn our country back to God or back to biblical values, would you do it? Well, have you prayed about it today? That would be a beginning, right? (laughs) Have you spoken to other people about it? Now, obviously, when we speak about subjects like this, we have to speak in love, but keep up the standard that God gives us. It's very difficult, but uh, possible to speak in love at all times, and we have to practice and see how people react to test our ability to be empathetic and loving. So, Have you done something this week to be a vocal majority rather than a silent majority? Well, let's see. I wonder if you remember the story from last year. After facing massive backlash on social media, the Hallmark Channel had reversed its course and allowed LGBT-themed ads to air on its platform despite resistance from conservative and family groups. On, on Sunday, meaning last year, Mike Perry, the CEO of Hallmark Cards, apologized for having caused hurt and disappointment for pulling the Zola ad featuring a lesbian wedding kiss and promising to build a more inclusive atmosphere in the company's programming. What this means is that Hallmark Channel, which for years has been called the Family Movie Channel, will allow commercials that promote same-sex marriages as a norm and will work with the LGBT organizations to be more inclusive and have their movies have gay representation. Okay, so we talk about slippery slopes, right? This fall, we've already seen I think three, but at least two Hallmark movies that have introduced LGBT characters as part of their plot. Within one year, they went from not allowing LGBT commercials to allowing them and then bringing that LGBT message as normative in some of their movies. This is Hallmark. The family station. This is an example of a slippery slope. And by the way, do they care that we are hurt and disappointment, uh, disappointed as believers? Do they care that we are not being in, uh, we're not included in in their programming? Okay, let's. Uh, no, I don't think they do. The narrative in our culture is that if you are against having the LGBT community represented in TV and movies, you're a hater. And then they say that it is unchristian to not be inclusive. Actually, they're challenging our faith. And I I just want them to include me. And me does not want LGBT in my face in movies and, and on TV. So... Did you say that you would like to do something if you knew what to do? Well, you could start by writing a letter to Mike Perry, the CEO of Hallmark. Would you do that today? I believe his email is mike.perry at hallmark.com. Pretty easy, right? mike.perry 
at hallmark.com. Look, we're living in a day where the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And obviously, believers have not been very squeaky. Okay. Who would have thought that I would be part of an organization called One Million Moms? (laughs) Well, this is a great organization. And recently, they sent me a notification about an advertisement. I wish I could show you the picture, but this is radio, so I'm going to have to describe it. Two guys are hugging, right? And underneath it, it says the following. Where there's love, there's family. And then underneath that, it says, at Ritz, because these are Ritz crackers, at Ritz, we believe everyone should feel like they belong. That's why this holiday... We're encouraging people to rethink what it means to be a family. Okay. Now, you know, if I quoted to secular people scripture, they'd be upset. But they can do this and put it on an advertisement and don't expect believers to be upset? Come on now. Scripture, look. I got to explain this. Scripture tells me to love my neighbor. So I am comfortable loving my neighbor, even if they are part of the LGBT culture. I really, I'm okay with that. In the past, and maybe not now, well, actually, maybe yes now, but uh, I've had friends who are part of the LGBT community. I've given them love, I've given them respect, I care for them. But should I be comfortable with Ritz crackers or anybody to decide that it's okay to offend me in my biblical values by showing publicly endorsed advertising of, of, of LGBT kind of behavior? This would normalize it. This, this is not correct. And being inclusive means, I believe, including Bible believers as well. Okay. Someone recently sent me an email. Well, actually, no. This was last year's email. And and so I checked it out, and this is what I told you about it. And so let me re-explain this group. It's a Brazilian group called Porta dos Fondos. And it translates to backdoor. And they uh, put together a film called The First Temptation of Christ, which depicts Yeshua as a homosexual in a clear attack. And using humor and art as an excuse, this group has attacked Christianity. And they produced a film as a Christmas film for their viewers. Now, what has happened since then is, uh, and by the way, in that film, uh, Yeshua is, has relationships with a homosexual while the disciples are alcoholics and unruly, and the Virgin Mary is presented as an adulterous woman who has sex with God the Father. So if that doesn't get you angry, nothing will. Okay, now 
What will really get you angry, though, is Netflix decided to buy their production and distribution rights. I mean, Netflix, can you believe this? Okay, so what can we do? Well, let's talk about some examples. An international group called Citizen Go is battling this kind of culture. Now, they're a Spanish organization, and they are believers, and they want to offer citizens and organizations a tool to participate in the improvement of our society. Now, I know you might feel uncomfortable getting email alerts about our culture. You probably get way too many emails anyway. But do you think it's time to join a few family-friendly organizations and get their emails so you know what's going on in this world so that we will not be apathetic? Because, you know, ignorance is bliss. How many of you knew about this Ritz Cracker advertisement? Okay. Let me recommend a few organizations. Well, I've already recommended One Million Moms. It, they really don't send a lot of stuff out, but when they send it out, it's, it's a petition, and it's good. It's real good. Uh, Intercessors for America is another good organization. Family Research Council, that's Tony Perkins, excellent organization. The AFA, the American Family Association, is great in terms of informing you and giving aid to churches and, and uh they're really a good organization. Obviously, Jay Seculo with ACLJ, uh, American Center for Law and Justice, the American Renewal Project, David Lane. I mean, these are some of the people I get emails from, and I appreciate it. Look, I don't like to get a lot of emails, and I do, but it's worth it to know what's going on. You know, yes, they're going to ask for money. You don't have to give them money, okay? <laughs> but but it, in order to run an organization, you do need money, okay? Um, but they're fighting the fight with prayer and with action. And if you're not in this fight, would it be possible to say that you're apathetic? What does this have to do with Hanukkah, right? Everything. The Maccabees fought for freedom. Even though they were a small minority, they fought. I believe God saw their hearts, and they won unexplainably. It was a miracle. They could no longer be part of a culture that didn't glorify and worship the one true God. Hanukkah means dedication. Are you dedicated to God and God's biblical values? What are you doing? Seriously, what are you doing? We're to dedicate ourselves to the Lord. We're to be an advocate for the Lord. And so have you done anything this week to advocate for the heart of Messiah? I think it's fair to say that the gay community has an agenda. I feel it's fair to say Black Lives Matters has an agenda. Do you have an agenda? (laughs) <laughs> Do believers have an agenda? What's the agenda? I haven't seen much of it lately. Whoa. In the U.S., we have a population, a culture that has 
embraced separation of church from state and the public square. We've embraced abortion. We've changed the definition of marriage. We've changed what the normality refers to regarding men and women's identity and their sexual preferences. We've made truth relative more based on feeling, experience, and culture than on the Bible. And political correctness is becoming the rule of law. Now, did this happen in the blink of an eye? I don't think so. This is a slippery slope. They took prayer out of the schools in 1962-63, and I think since then it's been downhill. 73 legalized abortion, 215, 2015, uh, they changed uh, the definition of marriage. Um, You know, some would say that you have to go even back to when women went back to work as as the beginning of this, because, you know, they weren't taking care of their families as much because they were out working, right? I noticed the change. I was a teacher in the early 70s, and when they allowed the dress to allow for jeans in school, I know most of you don't remember that time before jeans, but I, the time they, they allowed jeans, I saw the behavior of the kids definitely go down and I, because things got more lax. Look, have our freedoms become more important than our God and his word? This show today is about getting you to think. I'm not here to preach to you about right and wrong. It's easier to see the difficulties in our country, our culture, our city, but our Look, our country and our city, and we're, we're made up of people like you and me. So let me ask you some personal questions. What have you done to contribute to this slide away from God? What have you not done that has contributed to the slide away from God? These are important questions. Are you willing to look at yourself? Look, I realize how painful it is to look at oneself and to really ask the difficult questions. And maybe you are tired of listening to me speak about this, but I believe that most of us are contributors to this erosion of biblical values. And so I'm asking you to understand that you can be part of the solution. We have to pray, and then we have to put feet to prayer. What are some of the compromises we've made, you ask? Well, just look at what TV and movies you've watched, where you allow foul language into your home, sex, violence. We see it on our phones, iPads, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, video games. Hey, I have a question. What age do you allow your children to date? Hmm. Or do you teach tithing to your children or do you wait till they're adults? What are you doing? Do you send your children to public school where they're inundated with secular culture? Are there people in your life that you stay away from because of the way you tr- they treat you? Are you totally honest with your taxes? Do you take money under the table? The fact that sometimes you don't speak so nice is a small sin compared to what others do, right? 
<laughs> Look, I could go on and on. I love this one. Do you speak of the president, either one of them, in derogatory terms, but expect people to respect you? It's like the reporters expecting to receive respect when they give no respect, and they become part of the story. We're part of the slippery slope. What are you doing to stop this slippery slope? We don't have much time. In fact, we have little time. So I just ask you to read First Peter 2. Interesting. Next week, we will look at the 2021 New Year, uh, even though it's a few weeks before. Join me. Um, if you can help us financially, that'd be a blessing. I pray right now for all my listeners that as we close this year, you will decide that you want to have the heart of Messiah. I pray blessings over you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. 